Hey, kids, just wanted to drop in and, uh, and say happy Thanksgiving. You may notice we posted this on a Wednesday instead of our normal Thursday. It's because even the cool kids take a break on the holidays. But we just wanted to let you know we're all very thankful here at the Cool Kids Lunch Table for you listening and commenting and interacting with our social media content. We have a lot of great stuff coming for you through the end of this year for the holiday season. And we're going to be kicking off 2024 with a bang. So thanks again for sticking with us. And we appreciate you listening. And we'll, uh, we'll see you at the lunch table. Hey kids, I'm Mike. I'm PJ. And today we have a special episode. We're coming uh, from headquarters, PJ's comic store, uh, Cool Kids Comics and Toys. And today we'll be talking about cosplay. And to help us out, um, we have our good friend and... Possibly maybe an old classmate somehow, uh, spiritually. Um, Simon Velu, uh, he's known for being a New York photographer and influencer from Instagram. So welcome, Simon. Hi, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Nice being here. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, 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 man. So I'm re- really excited. We always start with our episodes with a childhood memory. So, Simon, you'll start us off. Like, you know, what's your first experience with the camera, you know? So probably have to go back. I'm revealing my age a little, but probably have to go back to 2009 when uh, an ex-girlfriend uh, bought me a Nikon D90, D50, actually, which is oh. one of the first bodies. Um, I didn't know I loved it then. I just kind of wanted a new hobby, and yeah, fell in love with it. Took took a little while, but fell in love with it eventually. Okay, all right. Very first camera experience, very sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> PJ, what about you? What's your first camera experience? I mean, I I think as a kid, everyone had like a Polaroid camera that you kind of played around with or whatever. Yep. Um, but that was I wasn't really big into taking pictures. I'm still not. I don't like being in pictures. Right. As I say that as we're here video recording right. ourselves. <laughs> um, but in college, I uh, I took a foot a photography class, and that was the first time I really kind of started doing more with photography. Not that I'm a mm-hmm. photographer by any stretch, um, but I had a professor. And she was great. Uh, I don't remember most of my college professors, but I remember her, Professor Refrano, Ali Refrano. And she was a, a fantastic photographer. And so I really paid attention in her class because I just appreciated the work she was doing. And she would give us all sorts of random assignments. And one of the assignments that I remember her giving us was, I, I can't remember the exact name, but there was some photography book. It was like a red couch or something like that it was hmm. called. And it was these people that took this red couch and put it in all sorts of random places. Right. And they made a photo book out of it. And one of the assignments that she gave us was to do our own version of the red couch. Take something that doesn't belong in a photo. Right. And build the photo around it. And I did it with like an action figure. Oh. I took like a superhero action figure. I went into the city and I tried my best to like make it look like the superhero action figure based on like perspective. Force perspective. Right. Yep. Was mm-hmm. the right size. And, uh, and it, I wasn't that successful with it. Uh, right. But that was my idea. But I do remember the one time I got and the only A I got in that class was actually a picture of my dad. Right. And I don't even know if he knew I took it. He was painting the house. My mother had him like painting the ceilings or some shit. Right. <laughs> and uh, and we had to take random like shots like it had to just be like from the hip like you, it wasn't right. supposed to be anything like planned. Mm-hmm. And I got this picture of my dad looking super aggravated and just miserable painting right. the ceiling. And I just got it at the right moment where he was like looking down from where I was. He was on a ladder. Right. And he just looked the most angry at that point. And I, we had to develop the photos, do the whole thing. And then they put them on slides and they put the slides up on the on right. like the projector. And it came out, the picture, mine came up. 
and I remember I got just great comments on it because what what Professor Refrano saw, she goes, I remember she remembered her father and her parents right. looking aggravated being in all these pictures. Right, right, because right. Because she was learning how to do photography and she was using mm. them as like subject. As subject. Yeah. And how annoying it, it can be. And I got an A because I captured how annoyed my father looked oh. in that picture. Uh, and that was the first time I realized like people can look at a photo right. and like connect to it even if mm. they don't know the subject or the people in it. So that was like the first time. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it was like disposable cameras. You know what I mean? And I just remember like one hour photo was like a big deal. Right. You know, I was hanging out with PJ yesterday. We were talking about, I used to work at Kmart. Mm -hmm. I didn't work in one hour photo, but one hour photo was like a big deal back in the day. It was yeah. like, one hour photo, get your photos back in an hour, you know? And I remember people used to get like bugging out customers because like by accident, used to give them the wrong set. And we used to always say, check the photos before you leave. Of course, no one ever did that. So they would come out flipping out. Just God forbid we give them the wrong one. But I always remember... Disposable cameras, especially like makes that noise when there's like no more film. Yeah. Like zit, 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 zit. I remember kids used to take it apart so you get like electrocuted, you know. <laughs> um, and my other camera experience is the Tyco video cam. I know we're talking about regular cameras right now, but a video camera. So it was basically it was only in black and white. I think it was like I don't know, maybe like fifty bucks. I don't even know how much it was. But it was a, it it you didn't focus. It's basically almost like a security cam that you hook up to your VCR. Right. And my brother and I made so many like videos, parody videos of like. Living Color, but my, I guess my biggest awesome. claim to fame, actually two of them, I can't find it, I'm going to try to find it, is me and PJ did the 311 milk challenge. Yep. That's mm -hmm. when uh, the band 311 had this challenge that if you drink a gallon of milk in an hour, whoever drank <laughs> a gallon of milk in an hour first would win $300.11. We tried doing that with like two other guys, it was disastrous. None of uh, us won. <laughs> yeah, exactly, there were no winners. The milk carton won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah uh, the milk carton won, all right. Yeah. And the other thing I did with that camera is... Uh, I made a documentary with my family and my friends. It was called Brutally Honest. And I actually interviewed my parents, my siblings, my friends. And it was a, it's a really nice keepsake that I have. And my rabbit was on there. God rest his soul. So, But uh, moving along to our subject, we're going to just get some more info from Simon, what it is to be a photographer and all that kind of jazz. So, Simon, you kind of tell us, what's like your main like niche? Is it like documentary? Is it... You know, I don't know what they call it. Uh, you know, yearbook style. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> portraits. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Portraits. Glamour shots. What, glamour shots. Glamour shots. Yeah. What's uh, what's your so, special? Mm -hmm. So I started off taking pictures of New York City because I I just love the city. Oh yeah. And uh, the the reason my ex got me the camera is because I used to just love the skyline, taking pictures. You can never get tired. Even even now, you know, decades, well, not decades later, but fifteen years later from owning the camera, I go into the city and still gives me that same. Mm feeling you know I still get as inspired watching the skyline but um, I started off with cityscape and you know landscape uh, nature stuff and eventually um, you kind of learn that it, it runs its course and, and you kind of mm -hmm. have to you know evolve as a photographer right uh, so I started photographing people which I'm extremely shy by nature right, um, right. so it took me many 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 years to get comfortable uh, photographing a subject photographing a woman photographing a model you know, yeah, that right. was a whole different level, but um, it took me some years, and you know, finally, I I, I think I'm more of a portrait um, photographer than I am a cityscape or st a street photographer. Yeah, you know, I enjoy everything equally. Sure, but I'm definitely gotten better with portraits over mm. the over the last couple of years. I think a lot of people start, and at least where we live, because we're on Long Island. I think a lot of people start photography by going into the city and taking pictures of Manhattan. Yep. We had a friend we went to high school with who was big into photography, and he always said his favorite subject was shooting Manhattan. Um, so I think a lot of people get into photography, but we live in that in that way, is, is going to the city and 
taking a picture of a of, of the skyline, the buildings, the yeah. The There's so much personality there with the buildings, and the architecture, yeah. and every yeah. shot is a story. You know, yeah. just a street corner, a stop sign, yeah. <laughs> is yeah. a so much character there's, in there. There's something mm -hmm. on almost every block. Yep. You'll, you'll mm -hmm. catch a you know you catch a, a story telling photo on every block. Now I've seen on your Instagram, you've taken like photos and I think even some video of like boxing events. Yes. Now I like boxing. I let's. I know MMA is everyone's big thing and everyone likes to watch like UFC mm -hmm. and all that shit, but I always liked boxing better. I can remember like even as a kid staying up late at night and watching like H boxing on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Friday night fights and I'd watch it with my yeah. brother. Um, and I, you know, you don't, I don't ever think about how they film these things, but how is it to like film a boxing event? Like do you film or, or take photos of the actual fights? Uh, depends on who's fighting. I, okay. I, so I've, so I have, um, I went to an event over in the Paramount. Uh, Paramount right, yep. over in Huntington, um, and um, one of the announcers, the ring announcers, um, just randomly asked me to take a picture of him. So I took a shot. He liked um, the shot that I took of him, and he asked me to come back for more um, for more content, you know, in, in future events. So I've been working with him and and done a mixture of photos and video, depending okay. on what he you know he's requesting because he's he's constantly trying to put his media uh, portfolio together. Yeah. Also, so some sometimes he'll ask for just photos, sometimes it's just video. A lot of the times, it's just shooting the the, the boxers literally from less than five feet away right. um, while they're in the match. Yeah, I've had mm -hmm. sweat, I'm, I'm blood, a, tears. Right. So, <laughs> do you take me. pictures like right before, like you no, know, they touch gloves? Do you take yeah. pictures of that? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. do you have the camera right in their face, basically? Like, how is no, it? No, no. So I can't get I can't get too close. Okay. Um, if, you don't get in the ring. I don't get in the ring. Okay. No. And actually, once the ring, once they uh, the the bell goes off, or even right before the bell goes off. They they want no one standing near the ropes. So right. you actually you have to be floor level shooting up at, right. the, at right. the boxers. Uh, so that's as close as I can get. Usually is is. And okay. I I think that angle makes the boxers look larger than life because it oh, makes yeah. them look bigger because oh, they're yeah. shooting up, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's definitely more dramatic. Yeah. It's, it's uh. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 almost like you're part of a movie scene, mm -hmm. right? And you're watching these two giants go at it. You know, it's yeah. very similar to that mm -hmm. feeling. And I'm just curious, like, what's, I'm, I'm assuming after the match, you take their photos, too. Mm -hmm. You know, are you in the ring at that point when they raise their hand? Oh, you know that, you know. Uh, like, the last and this corner, actually, Mr. PJ. <laughs> <laughs> right. The last event, he actually uh, asked me to come into the ring. Uh, right. So I was I was standing pretty close to the boxers. Right. Uh, I mean, while he was interviewing them also. Right. And I'm just curious, too, like, I can only imagine, like, like when someone doesn't raise your arm in defeat, like how is that? Like how does that feel from your end taking that picture? Like that feel They're like taking that picture of that moment with that person's... You know, especially if it's a tight match, you right. know what I mean? A close match. You know, um, the they sportsmanship. Go like, oh, get, out, get out of my face with that thing. You know, obviously not a paparazzi, <laughs> but I mean, like, still, that's a. Uh, it's actually the announcer that feels it the most because he's standing elbow Eel. to elbow with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, they're on the um, crossfire. And sometimes they don't want to be interviewed. They just want to go in the locker room and, and break a wall, you know? Yep. So, yeah, of course. Um, so you can sense it, but the sportsmanship is excellent. They're, they're all very right. professional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't let their emotions carry right. outside the. Uh, and what league do you, what boxing, I'm the quote alert league, right? What's the name of the league that you... Uh... Uh, so it's Star Boxing. Um, it's a Long Island-based mm -hmm. boxing company or, you know, uh, a event company. Uh, so they, they've been putting it together. They've hosted in the Paramount, Mulcahy's. Uh, they've done a couple in New Jersey, I think, also. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to spread, you know, Yeah, I've out. seen a, uh, the five-star boxing mm -hmm. at the yeah. Paramount. That's in Huntington, for those yeah. who are listening. Yeah. Um, it's a great venue to see concerts. It's awesome. Uh, and to see a boxing match, is, you know, you don't realize, especially if you ever, I never went to, I mean, went to wrestling, right, we you know what I mean? Right, wrestling all the time. Right, yeah. but when you see like boxing, or I'm calling imagine UFC, when you hear someone going like, 
Yeah. And you know that's someone's face? Like, it's like. It's different. Yeah. And you see like a spray of blood all of a sudden. Like, it's almost like you, a sprinkler. When you watch like, wrestling and you hear that noise, it's kind of like, it's real, but it's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're watching a boxing or UFC and you hear that thud, that's really someone's face getting. Right. <laughs> and they're getting <laughs> clocked. And, you know, they're getting clocked a couple of times yeah. and they're still standing. If I would have got hit by one of those, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Let me get to the corner. Get that little stool out, please. <laughs> well, they have a new thing you know? now, not to get too far off the topic of photography, but yep. because we're talking a little bit about boxing. They have the slap fighting leagues now. Yes. And that shit's amazing. <laughs> if they did that, take photos of that because I want to see these people's faces <laughs> with like a handprint right on the side of their face. I, that shit's wild. Now, you also do photos with like drone photography and videography, right? That's a different beast altogether. Uh, it is. Um, you it, have to fly the drone, right? You have to fly the drone, obviously. Learn how to maneuver the camera while fly, flying the drone in a certain direction. Right. So there are different ways to get creative with it. Um, you know, obviously... Uh, the camera is just a whole different thing in itself, you know. So learning to combine the two together can can really create some really fun. I images. would think if you're not really good at flying the drone, the video would just make people seasick. Like it wouldn't be smooth. Or do they have like a rig on there to keep it smooth, even if that thing is rocky? Like um, a steady cam type. I think right? anyone who flies a drone knows they have to watch the wind mm -hmm. um, and how how you know the wind speeds. Mm -hmm. um, if it's under 10 miles per hour, you could probably get a pretty stable uh, clip. Right. Regardless of your experience. Okay. Right. And I might guess my question with the, the drone is, like, did you always have, like, a liking to, like, you know, like, model airplanes, things like that? So it came more natural? or So it's funny. Um, my dad actually was a, uh, worked in the airlines. Oh. Um, and when I was a, a kid, I was fascinating by fascinated by planes. I used to love watching them. Uh, we used to live right close to an airport. Mm -hmm. So probably every 10, 15 minutes, there'll be a plane landing or right. taking off. And I used to run to the window every single time to, you know, it was such an exciting thing for me. So I think there's always been like this part of me that's kind of want to know what life is like from yeah. the air. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people have that, you know, that curiosity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, once I got the drone, I was just like in heaven, literally. Because mm -hmm. that's like two different things going on. You're simultaneously piloting, right. you yeah. know, and then you're also trying to get a good shot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. A lot of trial and error. Like a lot imagine. of bad videos and bad pictures. Do you have a favorite drone shot? Like, is there a favorite? You know? um, so I went to Pennsylvania with my family, and uh, I actually created um, my nephew, who was 16 at the time. He loved fishing. So every morning, I think we were there for about four days, every morning we'd wake up before sunrise, and there'd be this beautiful fog on the, on the, on mm -hmm. the lake. And he'd go out in the boat and just do his thing, and I'd kind of just revolve around him and you yeah. know do different shots. And I put together a five-minute, uh, like a mini film, like a family yeah, film, yeah, yeah. that I just have been like in love with oh, since. Cool. Yeah, awesome. and it, and I also to see him growing up and not being that sixteen-year-old anymore makes it even more special. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that that is awesome. Mm -hmm. And now to kind of help us uh, transition into the main topic, but I think uh -huh. you took maybe one photo shoot or two of cosplayers. It was like a, yeah. a, a, a clueless inspired oh, photo. Yes. I love the movie yes. clueless. That's what Alicia Silverstone. I used to be in love with her. <laughs> Stacy dash. I used to love Dion for the girls. I'm sure they love uh, Paul Rudd. Um, I can't, the guy from, uh, scrubs is in it. Yep. I can't think of his name. Donald something. Right. The fact that Paul Rudd today looks exactly, exactly the same <laughs> as he did when he was in Clueless is phenomenal. That guy doesn't age. Mm -hmm. But I love that film, and I'm 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 a little jealous, Simon. You got to take <laughs> yeah. some uh, photos of some uh, pretty well, girls. Well, the sequel and... of Clueless Two, I can get you on the set. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how was that experience? Like, how like how did they contact you? Someone said, "Hey, we need portraits," but hey, we're actually the theme is this. Like, what was it? Was it you know? So uh, there were. So I met a model that her name is Fontaine. Um, 
she she was big on st- you know recreating a lot of the things that she was a fan of growing up. Right. Uh, one of those things was Clueless, and uh, I don't know how she you know why she selected me, but she kind of just made me the main photographer for the set. Um, she got three other models, and ironically, one of the the models I had never seen the movie before, so I had no what? idea. What it was about, what to Didn't expect. Didn't you grow up in the 90s? I did, and but you I, never Clueless? Saw, I never saw Girl. Uh, <laughs> oh my, Clueless. you must be Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I was Clueless until I saw Clueless, actually. Yeah. Oh my God, did you like the movie real quick? It was actually a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, I, I loved it. That, movie. that movie's like timeless. Yeah. To me, it's like in that same thing as like, uh, um, like Mean Girls yep. and yeah. uh, like Ferris Bueller. Like, it's such a, ugh, so good. And I think as a guy, also in being sheltered as, as, a, as a boy right. growing up, at that age, not having a lot of female friends, it was like a peek into their world. Oh, yeah. Kind of see, you know, mm-hmm. like... As if. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was nice. It was nice to be able to, like, you know, recreate what they were passionate about. Yeah. Uh, do it with my little spin on of it. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about it now, uh, thinking about the cast. Brittany Murphy's in that. Yeah, it was like one of her yeah. first roles. Yeah. God bless her soul. Yeah. She's, you know, uh, passed away. But um, That's an interesting choice for someone to cosplay as. Because mm-hmm. normally when you think of it, you think of like superheroes or anime characters. Yeah. I mean, part of me, th- I've never seen those photos, but part of me thinks it would just look like a bunch of people wearing old clothes. Right, right, right. Like outdated mm-hmm. fashion. They right. did a really amazing job of selling it. Yeah. Uh, they, from the moment they showed up, they they were already dressed apart. So they, they probably took the train, dressed as like, right. you know, they... they mm-hmm. Cher, they, right? Her character's yeah, name Cher. is Dion. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the girls really... Um, took it seriously. They were dressed amazingly. They 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 even shot amazingly. Everything that they had in mind, they were, um, you know, they already had like a vision for it. So it helped right. me, of know, course, photograph it even yeah. easier. Execute so it. Yeah, they just they were just they were the perfect cast for that for that photo shoot. Couldn't yeah, couldn't have pictured it any any better. Interesting, lovely. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what I, what I really wanted to talk about today, guys, was cosplay. So I guess my question, let me ask PJ first. Right. PJ, what is, how would you define cosplay? A lot of boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so no, okay. obviously I go to almost every, com- I go to New York Comic Con every year. I've gone to San Diego Comic Con. I'm always in that world. Uh, and you always see them, there's these booths, like different comic book stores or different vendors there yeah. will hire cosplayers to go and sit at their booth. And that makes sense. And then, so they're not modeling or anything like that, but they're just sitting there in these outfits. Maybe it's a Wonder Woman outfit or whatever, or right. like I said, an anime. And because there's this, you know, gorgeous one with her boobs out, it draws attention to that vendor's booth. Right. And then you'll go there and you're more likely to spend some money at that person's booth because that girl's talking to you, right? That's the idea of it. So there's a lot of that when you see cosplayers. There's also like professional cosplayers. They have like the Eastern Champion, Eastern Coast Championship cosplay, and all this other stuff, and people get paid big money, and they put together these elaborate outfits. You know, it's not always for that. It's not always boobs. You'll see someone put oh, together yeah. like a like almost like a working Iron Man costume in some yeah, yeah, yeah. in some respects. But when you go to to Comic Con, there's always photographers there, right? And they have I don't know what you call it, like the big screen and all that shit, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they like they set it up. Yeah, the backdrop, right? They set these, there's areas at like the Javits or at the uh, convention center in San Diego where these photographers just set up and these cosplayers pay these photographers. Sometimes they bring their own photographer. Sometimes they, I guess, freelance someone who's already there and they pay them to take pictures of these elaborate costumes that they've come up with. And it, they, it's a career for some of these people. It, they can make a tremendous amount of money modeling 
some yeah. of these, these costumes. And it is it, it's it tends to be a lot of uh, either something very elaborate, like an Iron Man. If it's like a guy, right? Yeah. You don't typically see like like you don't typically see a lot of Superman in these like because it's this yeah. guy in spandex, right? It's right. not. It could they could have a good build and look like mm -hmm. Superman, but it's not an exciting thing to watch. The people that are paying for photographers tend to have these elaborate, you know, armored armored Batman costumes or like the Juggernaut or a Doctor Doom if it's yeah. a guy or like prosthetics. I've seen right. like Jokers that yes, are just like exactly. crazy, like, like Arkham Asylum yeah, if style. If you're a dude, you tend to do that. Mm -hmm. If you're the, oh, not a dude and you're you're a girl, uh, female, uh, it's all it, there's a. I don't know how else to say it. There's they're not wearing a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of skin. It's mm -hmm. a lot of skin and. That, like they're Harley well, Quinn, right? All the characters, though. I mean, it's That's in fairness, like. most of the characters they're emulating are, you know. Yeah. Now you know. there are some people, and this is look. I'm not trying to get canceled here on our mm -hmm. podcast. There are some people that are just like you're like mm, that, that was a choice that they thought they should wear that outfit in, in public today. Right, right. Like I don't wear a Superman cosplay when I go to right because no one wants to see me in spandex. Like right. Not everyone thinks that way. Some people just go and they're like right. very, very right. out there. They put themselves out there. It's, uh, mm -hmm. Uh, it's but the people who tend to be the more successful cosplayers are the ones that can right really wear nothing right mm -hmm. and get well, away with it right. Well, that's just kind of a good segue because I want to ask Simon this quick question. Simon, do you know what cosplay uh, is short for? The actually, it's actually uh, costume play. Oh, yeah, he yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I put yes. some thought into it before yes. coming on the show. Costume <laughs> play. So it's short for costume play, and I'll give you guys a little bit of history about it. Those listening at home. Um, so from the research I've done, this cos cosplay basically kind of originated, um, in, uh, Japan, you know, uh, that's where, the, I guess that's where the term kind of, you know, got coined and all that kind of jazz. Obviously people have been dressing up in costumes since Halloween and forever right. probably, but I guess where the term and where it kind of get more into the, uh, dressing like your characters started like in the probably late seventies, definitely eighties from what I've seen. So it makes sense because you had Star Wars 77. Star Trek before that, and then you had the, be the beginning of basically conventions right. in the 80s. So it makes sense that you had all these folks come in and dressed up as something. Um, yeah, I just wanted, I, for me, when I first, I didn't know what cosplay was, uh, maybe around like 2012, somewhere around there. I remember I used to work with this girl in a bakery, and she was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm doing. I do cosplay on the side. And I honestly, I thought it was some kind of like sexual thing. Like I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, but no, I'm like, oh, I'm like, what is that? I'm like, I, you know, like, what does that mean? She's like, well, basically, people, you know, dress up, you know, in in any kind of character. It doesn't it could be film, it could be comics, it could be video games, and they just try to, um, you know, nail it to, um, um. The best that they can. Which girl? I worked at that bakery. Which girl? Uh, her name is her, I think I don't know. If she still does it. Uh, Gina B cosplay. That was her. I don't remember her, her Facebook Gina and everything. She was like one of the first. I'll say, uh, you know, she'd be. I'll say she's one of the first girls who went viral for doing the Velma, like from Scooby Doo, right, but right. rather uh, mm -hmm. more uh, yeah. provocative and everything. Mm -hmm. But um, and the way that you say uh. Um, cosplay in Japanese is, oh boy, here we go. Uh, koposhore. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm definitely not doing my good Japanese here, but it, it's like kazu. Oh wait, that's it. Kazu poor, like poor. Like it's really hard to pronounce. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's K O S U P U R E. It's very so, big in, in Japan. There's yeah, a lot of that. I mean, what do they call the girls like the kabuki dolls or yeah, something like that, yeah. or like the uh, like yeah. what's her name, Gwen Stefani, kind of ripped that off too yeah. with her whole style, where she kind of went solo. But guys, I what I really wanted to talk about is like 
What is it? Like, I mean, I know we know we know what it is, right? And then look, we'd explode it when the Marvel explode, the movies exploded. Because before that, no, no, look, PJ. Well, PJ, let me ask you a question. Yeah, sure. When you went to comic pa- comic cons in the eighties, nineties, all that stuff. Maybe not in the eighties yet, right. but <laughs> maybe in the nineties, maybe early two thousands before mm-hmm. the explode of comic. Oh, they movies. were there. They were there. They were there. Yeah. Um. There's always like a lot of vampirella and all that kind of stuff. Right. But what was the age of these women, though? Honestly. I mean trying to think back i mean now they range from like children to, to right elderly. but i'm but back but then I would say back then, then you probably had like mid-20s early 30s like okay you know, prime, all right for me age. i guess for me i feel like i like i wasn't there you know better than me clearly but i just feel like now it's very much of a young person's game and yeah, you're gonna it, get in early 20s it was a little different back yeah. then it was almost it was always there Right, but again, it was always a, more women than men back then, right. and it was it, it felt very porny. I don't know how else to put it. It was very porny, where these the whole point where they were there was to bring you in and get you to buy something. They were right. there just to be hot, so that you wanted to go talk to them, and they would be very flirtatious because if you if they they were trying to get you to buy their photos, trying to get you to buy the the right, the and to bring attention to the booth. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's no, fine. No, I went to fine. the I remember I went to the car show at Jacob Javits Center, and. Um, you know, you would have like you know the new like Camaro was coming out or some other thing, and you have these girls who are just you know dressed in like a race car outfit. You know what I mean? Right. It's all like nice and like latex or something like that with the racing stripes. And I was like, okay, let me, let me send this car. <laughs> I can't yeah, afford was, this car. <laughs> but... A lot of like I said, a lot of like Red Sonia kind of stuff or mm-hmm. or Vampirella looking kind of stuff or. You know, it was always, uh, or like barbed wire. I don't know if you remember barbed wire. Oh, yeah, with yeah. the Pamela Anderson? Yeah, like stuff like that. It was always that kind of yeah. a look. Now it is more of a wider variety of what you may see. Right. Because it's it's superheroes, it's movie characters, it's anime characters. It's not just horn dog kind of pictures. You know what right. I mean? It's a yeah, lot. Yeah. It is different. Mm-hmm. But it was there back in the in the old days, too. It was, it was okay. there. It's just not the same. It's evolved from then. I would say. Right. Mm-hmm. Become a culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess it's, I mean, I mean, Simon, like you work with those folks, the clueless folks, you know, is it, is it like, uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it's like, like, like I see these girls on Instagram or guys too, like, oh, I'm a cosplayer, right? Right. So basically you're just a model, right? Yeah, Who just does video games, but, but they can also just like, they're not stuck in that grid. I guess they're trying to find that niche market. Where they can get an OnlyFans, I know they do that. Guys do it yep. too, you know. You know. Um, I guess my question to you, Simon, is, is like, <clears throat> for those girls, you know, what what was like their thing? Like, was that their pursuit to become professional cosplayers, or was it just like a just a one time thing? I'm just trying to get the so the, the zeitgeist of these folks who were doing. What this their stuff. influence was more. Um, they want to do replicate a lot of the the chick flicks from like the '90s and right. early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually models, so they they model full time. Okay, so they're not just cosplayers. They're not they just, just cosplayers. wake up one day like I'm really good. I'm very artistic. I can I can sew well, and I can make some money <laughs> right. being a costume. There player. are a I'm, couple... the, I'm, I'm a model for a living, and I'm doing this right. other thing to make even more money. Uh, I do know a couple of those, and they're they are strictly their. Uh, they've actually uh, their identity has become strictly cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I actually know someone who um, I think she had fake teeth put in. Wow, um, about to be a vampire. No, to be a cat. So, oh, okay. Yeah, she okay. she, she, Meow. she has okay. fake teeth. Want to be a cat. <laughs> uh, she's had a couple of things done to her body to alter her. her okay, so I she might be beyond a uh, a cosplayer. This might, you know. Uh, yeah, she might have. A, a she reminds me of like that might make it funner. She reminds me of like that you know was it, uh, lizard man. Um, like the Coney Island freak show. Yeah. I don't know if you're all called that anymore, but yeah. that's what it used to be called. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. people yeah. who like turn themselves into they put horns yeah. on their foreheads. Right, right, so she's right. not she's. 
Yeah, she's she's gone to that level. There are people that obviously don't go that far. They uh, they keep it with just costume. They keep it for just a photo shoot, and then they just go back to their right. regular identity. You know, after the the, the job is over. But mm -hmm. um, a lot of cats. That seems to be the the, the thing that I I've shot the most is cats, women dressed up as cats. Huh. And not like cat woman, like just like cats. Uh, little kitty. Hello Kitty. Hello, Hello Kitty. Kitty. Oh. Yeah. Hello Kitty. Little Kitty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were little. Yeah. I mean, Hello Kitty. Um, Catwoman. Right. Um, you know, any, yeah, pretty much those are the Feline two realm. Yeah. I actually learned One. not too long ago uh, that anime, like the, the animation style, all those characters, you know, people say, well, they don't, they don't look Japanese, they don't look American. It's actually based off the features of a cat. Yeah. That's why so. they like the big eyes and all that. Yep. Yeah. And they're like the uh, like, kind of like triangular jaw, you want to yeah. call it, the jawline. So cool. Um, I know I, I went to, I guess, uh, we talked about it in one of our past episodes. I did my local Comic Con. I just saw different folks, and I just loved the uh, the creativity, you know, and the ingenuity of just building costumes and um, and everything. So um, I'm just kind of curious, guys, um, and I, I, I want you guys to just kind of elaborate your minds, okay? So I'm gonna ask you guys first. PJ, I ask you first. Okay. Who would you cosplay as as a male character first? Okay. Who would you be? Two. I want you to pick two. Pick two. We're gonna go around so, male characters, okay? Right. I I'm not a big I, obviously, like I said, I don't like taking pictures or doing all that kind of stuff. Right. So I probably would never do it. But right. the closest I've gotten in real life to doing any sort of cosplay right. was when I went to the Galactic Star Cruiser in Disney. Oh. And they they encouraged you to dress like you were in the Star Wars universe. Right. So I, I kind of had like an outfit inspired by like the Han Solo smuggler kind of look. Right, right, so right. So I would probably say I would a Star Wars character would probably be something I would do. Either a Jedi with like the cloak and the whole the whole nine. Um, something like that. Okay. Would be one, mm -hmm. and then uh, I I know the second I know who I would do who I would want to be a cosplayer. Of, right. Like if I was going to do it, mm -hmm. uh, but the only reason I won't is because I won't shave my beard. Right. The character doesn't have a beard, and I feel like if you're going to cosplay as a character, commit. Right. Right. right yep. <laughs> um, but I would probably like Dick Tracy. Oh. Like with the yellow hat, the yellow coat, it's very recognizable. You can, you know, I would do something like that, but. Mm -hmm. Dick Tracy doesn't have a beard, and, and I feel like if you're gonna be a cosplayer, and you're gonna invest the time, money, and effort into building a costume, right. you need to look the part. And if the hero doesn't have or the character doesn't have a beard, then yep, you probably shouldn't pick that character. And I'm not shaving my beard for anybody. So right, mm -hmm. and just let the folks at home. PJ has dressed up as um, Silent Bob. Yeah, I have. Yeah. So you I look have. really good. Those you know, Jay and Silent Bob yeah. from my like, Clerks and all those films. PJ really nails the look. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have. I actually have the jacket here in the store. Oh, um, yeah. I don't even consider that. That was like Halloween stuff. I would. I mean, I right. guess it's technically. It a is a absolutely. I guess you think about it. It yeah, is. It is. is. I mean, that's like, what's the difference yeah. between a Halloween costume and a yeah, cosplay? Like really the level of you doing, you know, the date. I guess the date. The date. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Simon. What about you, man? Any male characters you like to cosplay as? I wouldn't wear full body spandex like Superman. Right. But I could totally do a Clark Kent uh, with a Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could probably pull that off. Um, you know. Um, and then the second one, I mean, if there was a way to make it happen, Invisible Man, I would just look at the magazine on the wall over there. That would be an right. amazing costume if I could pull that off. Okay. <laughs> nice. I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't get out of the costume. Oh, cool, forever. cool. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't think I could, I don't have the height, but I would love to be Predator. You know, okay. I'd be like baby predator, maybe like teenage predator. <laughs> then you know, consider I think I think it, the the predator himself is like seven feet tall, yeah, he's right? Pretty, he's pretty big. Um, I wanted to be Batman. You know, I just want to have that cape. You know, really like a real good one, made out of rubber and all that stuff. Um, the Rocketeer. 
I would like to that's do. That's a good one. That's that a nice costume. And then, actually, you know, I'm, for those who maybe never saw me on our photos or anything, I'm actually bald. Um, but um, ever since I started shaving my head, I actually paint my whole head for Halloween and everything. And I've, I've been the devil. I've done the crow or, or a variation of the crow's character. But um, I would love to actually somehow glue prosthetics my head and look like um, Darkness uh, from uh, Legend, Tim mm -hmm. Curry's character, that yeah, devil. Yeah. I would love to have those kind of big horns, get some hooves on me and everything. So I would really uh, uh, love that. And I would really, oh, I would re I'll seek my teeth into that, being Tim Curry. Ugh. Ugh. So, PJ, we talked about male characters. Okay. Now, look, and oh, and look, oh, 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 and, oh, <laughs> and let me say more. There's some rules to cosplay that I looked up, okay? Oh, there are rules. Yep. So cosplay basically means that um, you can be anything you want. You know, it's about expression. It's about right. turning yourself on, yep. whatever. It doesn't matter, okay? Um, and um, however, they have a golden rule that cosplay is not consent. So, yes. That, so, is, that's a real, that is a real rule. They yep. post that sign all over Comic-Con. Yep. And the reason for that is because there's these, like I said, there's these women wearing very little clothing and people will take pictures of them, try and touch them, try and yep. grab at them. Exactly. You know, just be mm -hmm. just because they're dressed up as a character or whatever else. And right. It, yeah, that became a big thing because people were getting like harassed and abused. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. of how so when you go to like Javits Center for Comic Con, that right. cosplay is not consent sign is hung up all over the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And other instances that I looked up is uh, also males deal with it too, whether it's like a sexual harassment or right. people try to fight them. Like someone's yeah. dressed up as like Bruce Lee or yep. someone's trying to, <laughs> trying to fight them, yeah. you know, or, uh, and everything. But, uh, anyway, the reason why I segue into that is with cosplay, you can cosplay anybody, male right. or female, doesn't matter what mm -hmm. characters, even you could be a, you could be a Pokemon. That's not even a, you could be non-human. Right. So PJ, what female characters would you want to be? Uh, would you wow. cosplay as? You could do. You, you could do like a gender bender. This one. Was that? You have to I'm shave your beard for this one. Yeah. That's a good question. And PJ, and uh, you can do like, um, like you can. Let's say I wouldn't say dress and drag, um, but you can. I mean, you can do that if you wanted to. Whatever turns you on. But I'm saying for you, would you want to do like a like I've seen people do a Joker, but they do like a, a female and version. And there's like of a that. male version. Right. Of exactly. Not like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not a heart. Right. But it's. Yeah. You know, would you do like a I Darth? I had a friend who did that. His, right. his girlfriend at the time went as uh, as the jo a girl Joker, and he went as a male Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. Um. So what would I? I don't know. Um. Let me think. Hold on. I'm looking around the yeah. store trying to get inspiration. Is, my mind is going to like X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't know what. Maybe like a rogue. Yeah. And and instead of having a white streak in my hair, maybe have like a white streak in my beard. Oh, there like we that. go. That might be mm. how I would pull off a rogue look. Yeah. And then, um, cause she wears like you know the brown leather jacket, yeah, so yeah, I could wear yeah. a brown leather jacket. Yeah. And then have a white streak in my beard instead of in my hair. That that's the first thing I think of. Right. Um, who would be a good? I don't know. I don't, hmm. I don't, um, maybe it would be like, maybe I would just be like full on like Vampirella. Yeah. There just you like go, man. My boobs out and everything, <laughs> man. Well, how about Elvira? Yeah. yeah I was just about to Elvira. say that. Yeah, I, I would love to be Elvira. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. How about 20 bucks on the table right now? Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks? Shit, I'll do it for free. <laughs> Nice, PJ. I like that. I, I, you're turning me on right now. That sounds fun. Very really good. Uh, so, what about you, man? What would you Ooh, do? This is a tough one. Some um, female characters. Anything. Video games. The whole shebang. I have to. How about you go? I'll think of it. In, in... Okay. Uh, for me, um, you know, 
uh, I'm gonna go. I don't care. I'm gonna go all horny in. I want to be Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. I Ooh, want. I want tight leather on me. I want a whip. You know, that's whatever. Nice. I'll put lipstick on. <laughs> I would be her, one hundred percent. I would love to be uh, Lilu, one of my favorite characters from um, uh, the Fifth Element. That was oh, Mila yeah. Djokovic's character. She the one with the three boobs. Uh, no, that's that's Total Recall. That's Total Recall. You're uh, right. That's but, right. But uh, Fifth Element with Bruce Willis right. and Chris like, Tucker, yeah. and she's like orange hair. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I always like that movie. The movie's so funny. I think it's ahead of its time. It's a timeless. Yeah. It's timeless. You know, I just want to walk around going like multi bass like doing. <laughs> I might change you know? my answer. I might go as the three boobs. <laughs> oh, the three boobs girl from yeah. uh, Total Recall. Total Recall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, I think I had one more too. Oh, it just slipped my mind. I, I thought I knew what you were gonna say. Oh, what were you gonna say? Go, go. I go. thought you were gonna say Jessica Rabbit. Oh, you know what? Maybe I should because I love Roger. Right. You know I what? Know, so I That's it. it. That's it. I think it would be Jessica Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I've given them all the good mm-hmm. answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe Harley Quinn, just because I just love her. I think I have the, almost the same personality as Harley Quinn to a certain degree um, uh, in terms of insanity. What about you, Simon? Did you, get, did you conjure uh, anything up, my so man? I, I mean, I like... A little gender bender, okay? What we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know much about her, but Storm... From X-Men. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, she yeah. looks classy. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I can I picture you with like the long like kind of drapes on the... on the. Uh, <laughs> have you pictured hanging. me before? Oh, yes, I have. Oh, okay, okay. I have. All right, so there, mm-hmm. there you it go. It helps him sleep at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Storm, yeah. I would say... Um, I don't know. I, I like the Jessica Rabbit one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. is a great oh, one. Oh, yeah. He's so, awesome yeah, character. These, yeah. these are all... These are like iconic. These are the first ones that come to mind when you think about female mm-hmm. characters yeah. that you, know, you grew up mm-hmm. All right, Simon, here's the question. Okay. Question of the day. Okay. All right. So you're, you're minding your own business. Uh-huh. You get a little ringy-dingy on your phone. Okay. It's a model who needs someone to take photos of them. And they're like, hey, I'm starting my own OnlyFans. I need <laughs> you to take all the naked pictures of me that, that, I, that I want. Would you do it? Uh, yes. I have been asked that, actually. <laughs> have you? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I've you been really? asked that. Um, I mean, I don't know how serious they were, but... Um, they have asked me to, and I said, yeah. I said, yeah, sure. I, I'll do as much as I can to help mm-hmm. you out. Yeah. Now, I say that because, well, that's a funny question. But the other reason why I ask is because um, when I was in college, it wasn't photography. It was figure drawing. Mm-hmm. It's actually the same professor. It was Ali Rafrano, the same professor I talked right. about earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had to draw nude models. They had new models come in. Like, yeah, they did. Wow. And it was awful. It was off. They don't. Well, I mean, when you're in like school like that, they don't get you the attractive models. <laughs> yeah. um, but they make you draw dudes. Wow. They make you draw yeah. all pe- people right. of all shapes, sizes, ages. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like one. Like I didn't want to look at a schlong right, for right, that right, long right. to draw it, um, right. especially because I'm not that great an artist. Um, right. But it's also. But even when it was like women of varying right. size, it was so awkward. So I'm like, I, I couldn't picture doing that like for a living. So that's honestly why I was asking. Like, if if someone was like, "Hey, take nude pictures of me for my OnlyFans," would you would you be able to do it, or would it just be way too awkward? Uh, no, I could I could do it without it. Being I guess I think I've been in front of a camera. Like I've, I've been yeah. I've shot enough women okay. in lingerie, right, or, right. you know, a um, couple nude that I've gotten more comfortable right. with that. You okay. know, I think in the beginning, yeah. I was probably much more awkward than they were. Right. You know? Um, yeah. But you do get, you get more comfortable. Oh, yeah, the models and, don't and have you, any shape. They just, boop, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think the, the thing is they, they're also very conscious of what you're putting out, right? right. So, right. like, you don't want to come off like, you this is the first time you're seeing a naked woman in front right, of you. Right, you know? right. So, like, yeah. the, eventually, if the, if the goal is the, the project, the content, the creativity, 
once if as long as your mind is on that, right. you know, it kind of just flows pretty well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was gonna say, um, too. It's also what like what like you know you think about classic Playboy. You know, what I mean, it's just really just just nude photos that are just like they're on a bed with their hands behind their head, that kind of stuff. It's not like it's a porno scene that you're filming. Right. You know, these right. are women like you so said. They might be like like in a bathtub, like drawing water or like eating a grape. You know what I mean? Like something <laughs> yeah. like. You know, angelic, innocent, right, or something right. like a pinup model from like right. you know the fifties, like yeah, in those yeah. calendars. You know, someone's if you do like X-rated, you know, her, you know, <laughs> or guys, who knows? You know, it's go it works both ways. But yeah, okay, cool, man. I love that. That's fantastic. What if they want to do something filthy? Right. <laughs> Could you do that? Photo wise? Yeah. yeah like oh, okay. <laughs> like if they're like take a filthy. I mean. Ever. Listen, it's their content. It's right. their their page. It's whatever they mm-hmm. they need me to do. You know, there's really no judgment with that. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's uh, a, no judgment. You know, it's an it's an art. Yeah. You know, it yeah. can be an art. It is. Uh, I mean, th- I think women are beautiful. Their bodies are beautiful. I think oh, that yeah. you know, it's it's very hard to to find critique in in anything that they right. do. That's mm-hmm. you know, that's in front yeah. of the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's funny because you think about you know, stepping back for a second, it's like what is taboo? You think of things that are taboo. You know, they say like talking about you know, they talk about like um, like. They say salaries, right? It's taboo, yeah. right? Politics, well, yeah. maybe not so mm-hmm. more now, but uh, religion. You know, religion, right? right. And then sex, you know, and um, just nudity itself. It's crazy because we're born in our birthday suits, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's probably the most, you know, natural thing, yeah. really. You yeah. go back to basics of earthlings, you know? But, um, hey, there's nothing more comfortable than not having pants on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Thank you for being uncomfortable with us today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, fantastic stuff, fellas. We're recording another episode after this. I can't tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The lightings are probably going to mm-hmm. dim out a little bit. Yeah. But, um, but Simon, it was great having you on. We really, uh, you were fantastic, and um, you want to want to share some of your your plugs for the folks at home. They can find sure. you and follow you and reach so, you. So uh, my Instagram, which is where I post most of my stuff, um, is the at symbol S I M O N V like Victor E L like Larry U like Umbrella. So it's just really my full name um, as my Instagram. Facebook, I'm not really. I, I've actually posted photos on there, and people have. Uh, stolen it, never given me credit for it. Wow. So I try to keep it on Instagram where it takes a little more effort to to get, you know, to right. get pictures off your page. Um, I used to have a website. I deleted it because it wasn't really getting a lot of traction. Right. Uh, so my focus mainly is my Instagram handle, which okay. is yeah. uh, my name. Yep. Photography by Simon. Um, fantastic. Um, PJ, anything else before we cut loose? I got nothing. I think the bell's about to ring. Yes, it is. And guys, we'll see you uh, same time, same table. Have a good one, kids. Make good choices. Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get detention.